Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. There's nothing else to say, folks. It's here. It is arrived. Your chance, I kid you not, to change the world, to rebalance what's been going on in this country for a long time. If I may, to cite the New York Post, hopefully we'll get that cover up at the end again. Let's make America great again, again. You know, playtime's over. Now's the time to go out and do. There are talkers and there are doers. It's the doers that change the world. Talk is great. I love the fact I get to talk to you every day, but if it doesn't motivate people to action, it's all for naught, right? In the uh, great words of my friend, Ginny Thomas, she says, uh, you know, we are the leaders we've been waiting for. Don't wait for someone else to get it done. It's your turn to get it done tomorrow. I couldn't be prouder of everything the MAGA crowd out there has done so far. I've got some videos today to motivate you that should really warm your heart a little bit. I feel really good, folks, no matter what happens at this point. I know we did what we had to do. We got one more day to go. This is going to be a really motivational show today. It's going to be packed full of information. So buckle up, strap in. And get ready for an exciting 48 hours. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your online activity today with a VPN. Don't wait. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Producer Joe, it is good to hear from you this morning. How are you today, fine yeah, sir, man. on this incredibly powerful Monday? Yes, One sir. of the most important Mondays we've ever recorded. It's a moto show, so I'm already for a moto it, show. You bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time. Yeah. The big mo. What do they yeah. always talk about in politics? The big mo is the most, what's the big mo? Momentum. Yep. Motivation, momentum, get out there. Let's get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, no more. Playtime's over. This is the time to get this done, to change the country and take it back. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to it. Got I've it. got some really, really, love this show I had to do a little early. That's why it's out a little early. Um, mm-hmm. Only because I wanted to, because I was in the mood to do it and I'm stoked on this Monday. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today's show brought to you by our friends. What better person, what better company to get out there? Job Creators Network, Why? Ladies and gentlemen, election day is here. It's here. It's here. I voted already. It's already over for me, but it's not over for some of you who've yet to go to the polls. The good news is you're turning out in record numbers. There are many states where early in-person voting has begun or is wrapping up and getting ready for election day tomorrow. Get out. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. Get out and vote. I can't say it enough. To figure out where and how, go right now to KeepAmericaAmerica.com. The folks at Job Creators Network provide the most up-to-date voting information, information you can count on, you can read, you can spread around, and you can use to get 20, 50, 100 people to the polls. The 2016 election was decided by thousands, 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 not millions, thousands of votes. I can't say that enough. Ladies and gentlemen, as I said to a friend of mine on the phone yesterday, the 2016 election was decided by tens of votes in individual precincts. Tens. Thousands statewide. Not kidding. Go to keepamericaamerica.com now. Do not wait. Make this the biggest get out the vote if effort in conservative history. Please don't wait. Visit keepamericaamerica.com. Commit to taking not just one, to 10, 15, or 20 people to the polls. Do a little, do a lot, do your part now. Go to keepamericaamerica.com today. It's never been more important. All right, producer Joe, let's go. Yeah, man. Yeah, baby. Folks, again, I had to do this early because one one of the, I usually try to keep to a schedule, but I said, Joe, Paula, we got to get going because I seriously have never been more excited to do a show. I kid you not, that's not hyperbole. Number one, hey, listen, much love, much love to Beverly Hills. What? 
What are you talking about? What is this like a, a Jason Priestley uh, episode? No, no, I'm talking about Beverly Hills. <laughs> that is the zip code. I'm talking about actual Beverly Hills. I travel to California a lot for a lot of different reasons related to the business. Folks, I have to tell you, I'm not kidding. I'm in Beverly Hills a lot. I have never been treated better. Better? Dan, you're a conservative. I'm not kidding. The people in Beverly Hills, my buddy who emails me, you know who you are. He's a restaurant owner. I'm not even going to dare say what restaurant because he'll burn his restaurant down, the crazy libs. You know what I'm talking about. Much love. I can't pound my chest because my elbows don't work anymore. And pretty soon I'll have a chest poured in there anyway. So I got to stay away from that. Much love to Beverly Hills. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to see this on video, rumble.com slash Bongino for my audio listeners. Here's a rally in Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. You can hear in the background, packed, MAGA flags, Trump flags, American flags everywhere. Packed. Thousands of people in Beverly Hills who said enough is enough. No bullshit stuff today anymore anymore good for you these antifa goons showed up and harassed and attacked a couple people and even more people came out trump flags everywhere in beverly hills people saying you know what i know my neighbor's probably gonna burn my house down if they see me here i know my liberal neighbor's gonna boycott my business i'm in beverly hills i know my liberal neighbor's gonna put my picture on facebook and say hey screw this guy he was at a mag rally. you know what they said double barreled I'm sorry, folks, but today we're making an exception. They don't care. Oh, yes. Paula said, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. I see her taking notes. We are not blurping that out. It's okay. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Double barreled. It's okay just for today. We usually do the family friendly version. People in Beverly Hills, much love. Y'all come back now. I used to say that in New York when I grew up. Y'all come back now, you hear? (laughs) Good shot. There we go. Warms my heart, man. Warms my heart. You have my lasting respect. I'm not kidding. I know what people in Beverly Hills go go through. You know, folks, I get it. You know, people say, Beverly Hills, Dan, it's a lot of rich people. So what? They showed up on a corner. We've been doing this forever. Believe me, I've talked about it. You absolutely have my respect. But it's hard, folks. Not everybody's like us. These people live in a communist state controlled by socialists where their livelihoods are literally at stake. I'm not kidding. By showing up on a corner and representing freedom and liberty. It's hard. It's not an easy decision sometimes, but they made it anyway. You have my lasting respect. Good for you. Choosing freedom and liberty over socialism and oppression. You've had enough. So have, uh, so have, so have the rest of us. Arizona. Let's go to Arizona. What you're looking at here is a video of a 96 mile, according to the person who took it, 96, 96 mile, Pima County, Arizona. This is a person driving on the highway in Pima County, Arizona. People in cars have pulled over on the side of the uh, of the highway there in Arizona with their Trump flags and their American flags, their don't tread on me flags, saying, you know what? Freedom and liberty is going to matter today and it's going to matter for 96 miles. God bless you, Arizona. That's amazing. God's country. Whoa. Yeah, you're damn right. That's amazing. Ladies and gentlemen, this video goes on forever, forever and ever. 96 miles of people on the side of the road saying, you know what? The freedom train left the station a long time ago. We're turning the damn freedom train around and bringing it back. 
The freedom train is going to go back to the freedom station. We're not going to let it get any further away. Folks, this was a real opportunity for all of us today and tomorrow to stand up and to say, you know what? Not today. Not on my watch. I've had enough of this stuff. You want to boycott my business? You want to terrorize my family? You want to get me ripped off social media, destroy my livelihood, in some cases attack and beat us? You go right ahead. But I'm not going to be on the wrong side of history. We are going to make America great again, again, tomorrow. And I don't give a flying horse's ass what you say about it. 96 miles of people in Arizona. Remember, we are the leaders we've been waiting for. Don't wait for anyone else to do it. It's up to you now. I've got news for you. Donald Trump's vote for himself and your vote for Donald Trump counts exactly the same. The so-called, what the libs would call flyover country, what we call America, when they fly over and look down at us and scorn, they don't even see us when they fly over, even at a low altitude. You know why they don't see us? Because Joe and I and Paula and you were inside working while they're headed off to their fancy foie gras lunch, maybe eating their California rolls, mocking us, smoking their cigars and their smoking jackets and their bow ties. We're working for a living. Joe's producing. Police officers are policing. Paula's putting together the show. Carpenters are getting their fingernails dirty, pounding away at that hammer. Architects drawing up plans, pilots flying planes, truck drivers driving your food so you can eat, driving your food, driving your medicines to pharmacies. How do you think they got there? By teleportation? Liberals, this isn't freaking Star Trek, man. There are people working for a living. And those people were out there in Beverly Hills and were out there on the side of that road for 96 miles in Arizona. Same flyover country is America. I can't say this enough. You have a real opportunity today, tomorrow to stand up. Say, not today. Not today. Not on my watch. Maybe your last opportunity if we lose this. Let me show you one more. Here's Butler County, Pennsylvania. Tell me again how we're down 37.62 points in Pennsylvania. Gee, that's a shocker. I guess the people in Butler County, PA, Joe, they didn't get the memo. Here's a Trump rally. Held on Sunday in Butler County, PA. Excuse me, this was Saturday in Butler County, Pennsylvania. Holy smokes. I, 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 yeah, yeah. sorry, Joe. I guess they missed the memo. Um, here, I don't know. I have no idea how many people that even is. I'll be candid with you, folks. I'm pretty good at judging crowd size for my prior line of work. I have no idea how many people that is. I really don't. All I know is there are more media people there than we're at the last Biden rally. Who is it? Greg Gutfeld or some, someone last night on Fox uh, made a great point. Was it? I'm sorry. Maybe Saturday night on Fox. Um, it's all blending into me. Someone made a really terrific point that it's interesting how Biden puts those little circles on the ground at his rallies for like ten people, and only eight people show up. They can't even fill all the circles. There are more media people there at the Trump rally than actual people at a Biden rally. I guess Butler County, Pennsylvania, didn't get the memo that they were down forty-seven point seven two points. Look at that, folks. That ain't flyover country. That's America. That's you. 
And we have the chance to take America back tomorrow from the forces that want to destroy it. Want to destroy big R, God-given rights, freedom and liberty and everything we fought so, so strongly and hard over decades, over centuries to maintain. (sighs) Folks, this is going to be strap in, (laughs) buckle up. This is going to be the most fascinating 48 hours of many of our adult lives. Even with everything all of us got going on right now, I'm telling you, prepare, prepare to be shocked. By the way, President Trump is the Energizer buddy. He was in Michigan yesterday, in Pennsylvania on Saturday. He's been all over the, you can't stop the guy. For a guy his, his age, he's indefatigable. You can't stop him. Now, folks, you know, I told you in my prior line of work, we had a line. I've used it on select occasions as a tool to motivate people because it motivated me. You know, when you go through a training academy in the Secret Service, they have to teach you something. They have to teach you how to get big. You know what getting big means? Well, folks, it's natural human instinct, obviously, and smart, by the way, God forbid you hear gunshots or find yourself under attack with fists or a knife or any other weapon to do what? To cover up, put your hands up and find cover, get behind something, get behind a big rock, a wall, whatever, a fire hydrant, if that's the only thing available to protect yourself. That's a natural human survival instinct. It's almost impossible to defeat. Notice I said almost impossible. Because I've seen that survival instinct be defeated through training because we train you to defeat it when I was an instructor at the academy and they teach you how to get big when the gunshots, God forbid, start coming your way. They teach you to not duck. They teach you if, God forbid, the president or any of our protectees' life is at risk because of gunshots, knives, whatever it may be, that you make your body bigger, not smaller. You don't run for cover. You become the cover. And the way to become the best cover for the president is to get as big as possible so that your body becomes that magnet, that magnet for those rounds headed your way. Training people to get big, ladies and gentlemen, takes a long time. We do hundreds of hours of Assault on principle exercises, exercises where we do mock assaults on protectees with simunition rounds, these plastic rounds that they hurt. They're not obviously real rounds, God forbid, but they're plastic rounds. They hurt. So when you get hit, you know, and they teach people how to take it, how to eat that round like a champ. So God forbid something happens to the president. He doesn't. You eat that round. I've said to you over and over again that the bravery in law enforcement, the Secret Service and other federal law enforcement agencies and our military elsewhere is when you sign up. Some find that statement a little bit controversial, but I don't. I don't. The minute you agree to train yourself to get big and take that round and eat that round like a champion, like a real hero, the minute you train yourself to do that, you're not thinking about heroism when things break bad. You just do it. You do it. They were heroes the minute all of them signed up for the Secret Service and all of them swore in for law enforcement because they they agreed to train themselves to take that round for you. To show up at that robbery scene in the middle of an armed robbery for you while everyone else is running away. That's where the bravery comes in. There's no question their actions are brave when they do it. But I'm telling you, talking to countless guys who've been in shootings and elsewhere in my 15 years in law enforcement, they're not thinking about being heroes when it happens. They thought about that when they signed up. 
Does that make sense? You agreed to get big. Well, you agreed to get big a long time ago, too. When you signed up to be a conservative, to represent the values that make this constitutional republic the greatest example of a free, liberty-loving society in the history of humankind, the place everybody tries to escape to, not escape from. When you agreed to do that and signed up as a conservative, you were a hero, too. Now's the time tomorrow to execute and to get big. You want to see an interesting photo? Folks, today we got a lot of visuals. Please go to rumble.com slash Bongino and check it out. I, I, I use these visuals very strategically, but here's a, 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 a picture of a friend of mine in the Secret Service when they thought there was a gun in the crowd in Reno, Nevada, for President Trump. He's storming the stage. Notice what he's not doing. He's going to get President Trump from Reno. Again, they, they thought there was a gun in the crowd. And notice what he's not doing. Um, there's a podium there President Trump is speaking at. This was back in 2016. And the guy's not ducking behind it. As a matter of fact, he's going to grab President Trump, even though Trump's taller than him, and he's making himself big on purpose. He's not pulling Trump. He's going there to eat that thing. God forbid something happens, even if he's got to turn his back to the threat to get the president first. That's what getting big looks like. You hear gun, you run towards it to save someone else. You even turn your back to it. You're not even going to see that round clip you. But you did it anyway because they got big. You remember uh, Agent Tim McCarthy when Ronald Reagan got shot? Go watch that video someday. Tim McCarthy at the limousine when Reagan was shot. Watch what he does at that limo door. Splays his body out this way and he ate that round like the hero he was. Folks, it's time for you to get big. We're not asking you, uh, thank God, thank the Lord. I'm not using his name in vain to take a round for someone. God forbid. We're just asking you to show up and vote and take your country back. Ladies and gentlemen, there are powerful forces lined up against you. Powerful. Billion, maybe trillion dollar companies in the next few years. Google, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, the media, academia, pretty much every celebrity in Hollywood outside of a few exceptions. The multi-billion dollar media complex. Every mainstream media newspaper in America, again, with few exceptions, are all lined up against you. If you and Donald Trump wins re-election on election day, despite all of this, it will be the greatest political story ever told. All right, let me take a quick break here, and I'm going to give you an election update on what's actually going on in the ground, ladies and gentlemen, and believe me. It ain't pretty for the Democrats. Anyone telling you this is going to be a landslide for Biden, I think you can roundly disregard right now. Ladies and gentlemen, LifeLock. We have news of yet another cyber attack. This time, the victim is Barnes & Noble. The breach potentially exposed customer data, including email addresses, billing and shipping addresses, telephone numbers, and transaction histories. The attack also impacted its Nook ebook services. Some customers have been unable to access their Nook libraries. Their previous purchases have disappeared, and others were unable to log in to the firm's online platform. It's critically important to understand our cybercrime and identity theft are affecting our lives. I had my identity stolen. It was a mess. It took me a year to clean up the disaster. They were buying online real estate programs. Don't ask me why. It was a total train wreck. I got life. I've had LifeLock way before they were a sponsor. 
Every day we put our information at risk on the internet. You can miss certain identity threats by only monitoring your credit. Good thing there's LifeLock. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity thefts, like your social security number for sale on the dark web. If they detect your information has potentially been compromised, they will send you an alert. I get texts on my phone for me, my wife, my family, everyone. I have it for everyone. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. LifeLock can see threats you might miss on your own. Join now and save up to 25% of your first year. That's a big saving. Go to lifelock.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. That's lifelock.com slash Bongino for 25% off. Go today, secure your identity, secure the identity of your families as well. Lifelock.com slash Bongino. All right, thanks, Lifelock. Critically important this time of year. Ladies and gentlemen, back to tomorrow. We're the leaders we've been waiting for. You are it. You're the leader on your block. You're the leader in your house. Get out and let's get it done. The do matters. The talk is cheap. The do matters. If the talk doesn't motivate you to action, it was all irrelevant. It's not enough for you to vote. I can't say this enough. You have to take 10 or 20 people with you. You have to. I'm really sorry. I'm not here. I'm not your dad. I'm not your school teacher. I'm certainly not your supervisor. I'm not your boss. And I'm not your preacher. I'm just a middle-class guy like you. Well, maybe a little more. But live middle-class my whole life. You all have done very well for me. But on my life, every time I go out, I ask everyone I run into all the time, everywhere, it's to the point where it's starting to drive everyone else crazy. Did you vote? 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 Everyone, people I just met. Well, that's a personal question. Yes, it is. Also, you know what's a personal problem for me? Losing my country to these left-wing lunatics. Bring 20 people with you. Everyone you run into. Where You know what? You, you want a cool trick for you? Get a MAGA hat. Get a Trump shirt. Whatever it is. You'll be stunned no matter where you are. New York, California. I told you. I've People know, you know, not everyone, obviously, but Fox viewers know who I am. I'm on Fox all the time, plus for my own show. We have never been treated poorly in Beverly Hills, California. That's why I put that up. Right, Paula? But never. I've never had one negative word. I had a lady walking her dog stop me. Oh, gosh, Dan Bongino, how are you? I had two people in a restaurant, a restaurant manager come down the street after I was leaving. Hey, Dan, so uh, so great to have you. I had another friend of mine out in California told me an interesting story. He happens to be gay. He goes, I had a harder time coming out to my parents about being a Trump voter than I did about being gay. I was like, really? He's like, I'm not kidding. This was in Beverly Hills. What this is the wear a Trump shirt, a Trump hat, whatever it may be. People will come up to they'll wink, they'll nod. If you're in, you know, good solid conservative states, they don't have to hide, but you have to hide, sadly, in liberal states because liberals are lunatics. They'll wink and nod. Your first question, first question, did you vote? Did you vote yet? Did you follow up? Did you check your vote? Did you go to the state election board and check a lot? Like where I am in Martin County, we have a great uh Vicki Davis runs our election down here. Big shout out to her. You can check online right away. Val ballot received, ballot process. I know we're good to go, me and Paula. Did you check? Did you follow up? Folks, this is critical. There's no time for messing around. Something to motivate you right now. Bongino.com. I don't use our articles too much because, uh, you know, I don't want to pump you full of Bongino stuff on this show. But this one's great. This was done. Was this a Matt article? Yeah. No, Elizabeth Vaughn, the great, the great Liz Vaughn. Democrat operative in deep blue Miami-Dade County, folks. We got to stop the bleeding. What did I tell you about Florida? I'm here. I'm on the ground. Folks, unfortunately, due to what's going on with my health condition, I have to quarantine. I'm now at high risk. So I have to be very careful. But I keep, Paul, am I on the phone all day? Or my, 
It drives her. I mean, I'm on the phone figuratively all day. I hate, you know, I hate the overuse of the word literally, but my waking (laughs) hours, I'm on the phone probably 80% of the time. I'm telling you something's happening in Florida, folks. What is this article about? South Florida is largely Democratic. Miami-Dade has been a hotbed of Democrat activity for years. Miami-Dade County was won by Hillary Clinton in Florida by 300,000 votes. As I've said to you repeatedly, GOP turnout and early voting in Miami-Dade County, which Hillary won by 20-plus points and 300,000 votes, GOP turnout has been six points higher. Then Democrats, tell me again how Florida is going to be some landslide. The media, Biden's up by 12.625142 points. In he is? You sure about that? Have you thought that through? Can you put that headline up again? Democrat operative in South Florida. Listen, listen to them. We have got to stop the bleeding. That's not a Republican. That's a Democrat. No, don't let them stop the air quotes bleeding. Don't let them stop. Keep turning out over and over and over. You have 48 hours to get this done. You, 10 and 20 of your friends, pile on right now. We're up six points. Let's go into election day up 10 points in GOP turnout. Pile on. Now, run up the score. Leave nothing to chance. My hesitancy in these articles is to post them and people get complacent. Folks, don't, that turnout, that could switch totally on game day. We don't know what's going to happen. I just want to counteract the bull stuff media narrative that we somehow are going to lose this in a landslide. Nonsense. Secondly, you want to, these articles, by the way, will all be in our show notes. Please read them. Bon, uh, Bongino.com slash newsletter. The newsletter is the show notes. It's free. We'll send you these articles every day. Here's a great one at Breitbart. Read this one. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, we're down 10. We're down 8 in Pennsylvania to Biden. We are? Christina Wong, Breitbart. Report. Democrats going more anxious in Pennsylvania about a late shift towards Trump. How, how is that? How's that possible, Joe? I mean, we just saw the video of Butler County, PA, where what, like 10 people showed yeah. up for a turn? No excitement at all. Bathroom. You know, there is Paula playing, <laughs> queuing it up again. There's probably 20,000 people there in Butler County, PA. Something's happening. Something's happening, and you're about to be a part of the second biggest political revolution in five decades. Second biggest only after 2016. It is a double-barreled because Paula didn't like the first one. Don't you dare cut that first one. I saw her taking notes. No, she's not cutting it out. I'll do it again. I'll do it the whole show. And then you can't cut them all out. This is Paula. She tries to be the angel on my, sometimes, I love the angel on my shoulder, but sometimes even the angel on the shoulder is like, it's okay for one day. Why are they freaking out in Pennsylvania? I have said to you, have I not, Joe, for the last, Two years plus. It's all going to come down to PA, folks. Yeah, you've been saying it. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, if you are listening in Pennsylvania, we have tens of thousands of people who listen to Pennsylvania. If you don't vote, 
I'm not I'm not impugning anyone. I'm, I'm just if you don't vote, you could cost us this election. In individual precincts, this this could be decided in Pennsylvania by 10 or less people in individual voting precincts. I am not kidding. You and your neighbors in your precinct could decide this election. That is not a joke. Why are they panicking in Pennsylvania? Well, if you read through the piece, a couple of things I'll run through quick. There is a massive surge expected of working class voters in Pennsylvania on Election Day. Those working class voters, the Democrats feel, are going to break in extraordinary numbers for President Donald J. Trump. Second, the Democrats are afraid that their push for early mail voting has cannibalized their Election Day vote. In other words, despite the fact that they're ahead in Pennsylvania by a lot, these voters would have voted anyway. They're high. Follow me, Joe. If this doesn't make sense, stop me. Well, yeah. These were yeah. their high propensity, guaranteed Democrat voters who haven't. Republicans and Democrats both have four by four voters that voted in the last four primaries and last four generals. They will not miss an election no matter what. You dig? Yeah. The Democrats have those too. What the Democrats are afraid of is that those high propensity voters who'd show up if there was a nuclear war going on already voted in other words though an early vote lead is not new voters they're people already baked into the cake so now on election day if our high propensity voters show up with our new voters the democrats are in a panic they could get swamped on election day and lose pennsylvania you dig yeah you you haven't shown up yet you must as my father would say, he was a good man. He used to drive me nuts when he'd say this when we were kids, but I'm going to drive you nuts now. He'd say, Daniel, it's the only one to call. No one calls me Daniel. Nobody. No one besides my mother. Nobody on the entire planet calls me Daniel. My mother, Daniel, that's a must. That's what he'd say when I'd have to do things. It drove me nuts, but this is a must. Maybe we should put that on the shirt, Joe. This is a must. You have to go vote. Like father, like son. A couple huh? more things about Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every yeah. single time. Every, I think I've said that a few times. That's right. mm-hmm. The Democrats are also terrified that the BLM Antifa terrorists that tore up Philadelphia over the last few weeks may have scared the living stuff out of Democrat voters in Philadelphia that want to go vote, but now didn't go vote early because they were afraid of getting this snot beat out of them by the rioters. You know. We're gonna, th- these are, let me tell you something. These are some of the t- most tactically ridiculous, strategically stupid people you have ever met in your entire life. I got an idea, Joe. Let's riot during early voting in primarily Democrat turnitors. Someone in uh, BLM Antifa was like, yes, yeah, man. this oh, is yeah. a great <laughs> idea. Yeah, because they're stupid. Because they're stupid. The Democrats are now freaking out that they scared people away from the voting booths. Not in Tulsa, Oklahoma, in Philadelphia, a Democrat struggle. Could move, idiots. Could move. Let's burn down our own city and scare voters away. Nice. What a bunch of imbeciles. Can you get any dumber? Of course you can. What are you whispering about? What'd you say? No? So there's something to say, and then she chimes in, you don't want to say it. Come on, let's get in front. You got to turn your mic on something. One more thing. Obviously, the Biden faux pas, which 
We're going to shut the oil industry down. I'm not sure that went over well, Joe, in Pennsylvania, where <laughs> tens of thousands of people are employed, in fact, in the energy industry yeah. and fracking. I'm just going to throw that out there. Be like uh, Joe Biden coming out expecting Armacost votes. We're going to shut down every single you know producer for a podcast out there. We're going to shut your job down too. We're going to communist unionize them and shut you all. <laughs> Joe, be a little upset, but yeah. Joe again, Armacost. Excuse me, Biden. You do you, Joe. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All right, I've got more. This is going to be a great show. To, this is we're not even we haven't even scratched the surface yet. I want to move on now to my closing arguments. First, I want to start ideologically. The big picture, what this fight is about. Ladies and gentlemen, there are two conflicting ideologies in this election. You can't say that so much about decades past. You know, it was John F. Kennedy and Bill Clinton, one, uh, the former who argued marginal tax rates was too high, and the latter who said uh, the era of big government is over. I'll be honest with you, the Democrat and the Republican Party outside of social issues, there was a lot of commonality in some of those prior years about economic policy, liberty, and freedom. There was, outside of the social issues where the Democrats have gone crazy. That's not the case anymore. Do you understand where I'm going with this? These parties have separated. These two ideologies, uh, liberalism and conservatism, can't coexist at the same time now. They share nothing in common. I want to make in this next segment the ideological argument to you that the socialist totalitarian agenda of the left will lead to your personal destruction going forward. I'm going to do it through two of the greatest videos you're ever going to see. It's probably my second favorite video after the great Thomas Sowell. They're videos of Milton Friedman arguing with Phil Donahue. It's one cut. I mean, excuse me, two cuts, but one video. And it's Milton Friedman making the argument that economic freedom via capitalism is the only path forward. That it's not perfect. It has its flaws. But of all the imperfect systems, it's the least imperfect. That's coming up next. And I'm going to make a very specific closing argument to you about the danger of Joe Biden. Let me get to my next sponsor first. We have sponsors who want to be here and talk to you on the show. We always appreciate it. Today's show also brought to you by our good friends at GenuCell. What's... uh? What's, what's next year's technology for skincare? And what if you could try it free? Well, for a limited time, you can get the GenuCell for bags and puffiness to try in the comfort of your own home for a full month. Free. You only pay shipping. You'll also get the GenuCell Retinol Ultra, brand new for 2021. We always get these products early. Paula loves them. Also, you can get that free, by the way. Retinol Ultra is perfect for sensitive skin. This cutting-edge technology uses a natural retinol alternative with all the proven clinical effects of retinol without any irritation. Also free. You be the judge. Wrinkle-free. Clean, smooth, and vibrant skin. A face where you can't see under eye bags or even fine lines, wrinkles, and crow's feet, or you just don't pay. How do you get this spectacular deal, a big popular product in my house? Go to GenuCell. That's GenuCell.com, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. The combination of GenuCell for bags and puffiness and Retinol Ultra will take care of bags under the eyes, fine lines, laugh lines, firmness, smoothness, and give you a younger texture guaranteed, or you simply don't pay. It's really that simple. For your 30-day free trial, log on to GenuCell.com. That's GenuCell.com, GenuCell.com. Go today and check it out. Okay. So getting back to the show. Again, from the big overarching umbrella perspective, what this election is about and why you you need to stand up and take action and do. No more talking we got to do now. 
Here are the ideologies. Ladies and gentlemen, freedom and liberty and economic prosperity. Despite the inherent flaws of any human system. Have saved billions. Billions of lives. From the desperation of poverty, hunger, starvation and tyranny. Nobody's explained it better. Ever. Then God rest his soul, the legendary Milton Friedman. Here is a cut of Milton Friedman on Donahue decades ago. Phil Donahue was a noted leftist, but had a popular daytime program. Just completely dismantling Phil Donahue's assertion that somehow capitalism is flawed because of greed. Greed? Greed exists everywhere. Everywhere. The only question about greed is what system controls it best? Check this out. When you see around the globe the maldistribution of wealth, the, the desperate plight of millions of people in underdeveloped countries, uh, when you see so few haves and so many have-nots, when you, when you see the greed and the concentration of power within, don't, aren't you ever, did you ever have a moment of doubt about capitalism and whether greed's a good idea to run on? Well, first of all, tell me, is there some society you know that doesn't run on greed? You think Russia doesn't run on greed? You think China doesn't run on greed? What is greed? Of course, none of us are greedy. It's only the other fellow who's greedy. <laughs> this, the world runs on individuals pursuing their separate interests. The great achievements of civilization have not come from government bureaus. Einstein didn't construct his theory under order from a, from a, a bureaucrat. Henry Ford didn't revolutionize the automobile industry that way. In the only cases in which the masses have escaped from the kind of grinding poverty you're talking about, the only cases in recorded history are where they, where they have had capitalism and largely free trade. If you want to know where the masses are worse, worse off, worst off, it's exactly in the kinds of societies that depart from that. So that the record of history is absolutely crystal clear. That there is no alternative way so far discovered of improving the lot of the ordinary people that can hold a candle to the productive activities that are unleashed by a free enterprise system. But it seems absolutely no one, no one explained it better. That is one of the great video clips about the power of human freedom I've ever heard. I've got more. I've got the second half. It's a little shorter, the second part of that. But don't ever forget that, folks. This election tomorrow is about two conflicting ideologies and there's no overlap. You have to ask yourself a very serious question tomorrow. The question Friedman's asked Donahue. The great accomplishments in human history, you think these were done by government bureaucrats? Ladies and gentlemen, the great accomplishments in human history happened in free countries where free people exercise their own free will and thought of things like the Mac, electricity, 3D printing, revolutions in material sciences, quantum computing, the great revolutions in human history, despite the left's protestations to the others because they don't know what they're talking about, the internet. Oh, gosh, that was a government project. Ladies and gentlemen, the people involved in the project were crystal clear that although government money may be involved in anything, it was free market institutions and universities that took it, developed it, and made it what it is today. The left is just telling you a fairy tale. But DARPA did it. DARPA does a lot of things in conjunction with private companies that figure it out. 
with money generated from private companies that give it to the government. Why do you think there was no DARPA in the in equivalent to Soviet Union that did any of this? Dan, but the Soviet Union put a guy on the moon. Ladies and gentlemen, the Soviet Union put a guy in space, Dan. Ladies and gentlemen, the Soviet Union collapsed after putting its people in the gulag and torturing them. Just read Solzhenitsyn's account, in, uh, account of this. You have a choice. You have a choice tomorrow. Do you want your life, your health care, your kids' education, and your job being directed by government bureaucrats who know less about your kid, your health, and your job than you? Have you asked yourself that question? Why do you want to do that? Because as, as Donahue tries to argue, what, they're not greedy? They're not. You're suggesting to me government bureaucrats are less greedy, what, than you? Yes, yes, that's why I want to give them control over my health care, my education, and my kids, and my job. What do they know about your job, your kid, or your health care? What do they know about your health individually? Oh, they can ask me. They can ask you what, in a phone survey? They know more. Listen, I'm going through this now. So hard stop libs trying to you. you I have doctors who I still have to explain with my own doctors. Because why? Not because they're bad people, because they don't live in my house with me. I don't get to talk to them 24 hours a day. But you want a government bureaucrat to control your health care going forward. You understand that's what Joe Biden's arguing for. That's what a public option is. It's a Trojan horse for the government to take over health care, your health care. They know nothing about because they don't know you. You want them to take over your job by using confiscatory tax rates and regulations to dictate to your job and your employer everything they need to do despite knowing nothing about your job or they'd be in it. Government bureaucrats couldn't make money doing what you do in your business. That's why many of them are in the government. I'm not knocking. I worked for the government, our secret service and our law enforcement. A lot of people do good work and show up every day. But the hard reality is you're doing the work out there. You're putting the food on the table. You, you're doing it. You're creating the furniture people sit on, the televisions people watch, the iPhones they call their families with, the food that nourishes their body, the chemicals that clean the water they drink. You're doing that, not government bureaucrats. Now, Donahue tries to fight back against the great Milton Friedman and says, well, you know, we need a system more centrally designed, like, you know, like the communists and socialists have, Joe, where they reward virtue. Rather than greed. Hmm? <laughs> they do. Well, Milton Friedman was having absolutely none of that. Check this out. It seems to reward not virtue as much as ability to manipulate the system. Uh, and what does reward virtue? You think the uh, communist commissar rewards virtue? You think a Hitler rewards virtue? You think, excuse me, if you'll pardon me, do you think American presidents reward virtue? Do they choose their appointees on the basis of the virtue of the people appointed or on the basis of their political clout? Is it really true that political self-interest is nobler somehow than economic self-interest? You know, I think you're taking a lot of things for granted. And just tell me where in the world you find these angels who are going to organize society for us. Well, I don't even trust you to do that. Anyone found those angels yet? I haven't. You know where those angels lie? In your own living room with you and your family. Those angels you put to bed at night. Your kids. 
your parents, not in the government. <sighs> Big fights coming, ladies and gentlemen. Huge fights. I hope I just made very succinctly in that 10, 15 minute segment, the ideological fight and the ideological argument going forward. The best person to take control of your future, your job, your financial well-being, your family's financial well-being, your health care and your kids' education is you. The government can't fix your problems. They will never understand your problems like you do. All right, Paula, can I skip ahead from the New York Post segment? Um, maybe we'll hold that. Can we go to the, the, the other stuff, the Southern District stuff? So I want to make a, a very specific closing argument here. That's more of an ideological, you know, Reader's Digest version of the conflict coming tomorrow and what I'm afraid of, a government takeover of our economy. But I want to make a specific argument against Joe Biden. I think I've made the argument for President Trump repeatedly, but I want to make a specific argument to persuadable voters right now against Joe Biden. And candidly, folks, everyone get out there and vote. Everyone. I, we should make democracy and our constitutional republic available to everyone. But if I can convince you Joe Biden isn't your guy, who knows? Maybe you're not for Maybe you vote third party. But I'm telling you right now, Joe Biden, whatever question you have, Joe Biden is not the answer. Joe Biden is a bad human being. He is not the character candidate for all the flaws you think you have against Donald Trump and his family. You think you have, because I know the family different than a lot of people listening do. I got my fifth call from a family member this weekend in the middle. Keep in mind, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not telling you to persuade. I'm just telling you the truth. I'm not going to say who or why. No, I'll say why. This election is tomorrow. I got a call. Sunday, no, Saturday, from the fifth member of the inner circle of the Trump family. Honest to God, folks, because it was so close to the election, I thought it was about a rally. Hey, you want to go to a rally or something? I'm not kidding. It was not. You know what the call was about? Hey, how are you feeling with the whole health thing and stuff that's going on? You know the story. We don't need to beat that, uh, beat that up. I got a little choked up. It's the fifth family member in the last two weeks to call and check in. Not asking for anything. Ladies and gentlemen, they were a few days from an election. They're calling to check on me. So I'm going to take a hard pass on the whole character counts. Because if it does count, there's an obvious candidate here. And it's Donald Trump. Joe Biden and his family are not good people. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now obvious with the Bobolinsky revelations, the former partner of the Biden family revealing that they were preparing to take massive amounts of sums of money from the Chinese government, connect Chinese government intelligence connected enterprises. The Biden family was about to take this money. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the companies, the Biden family, I don't know how you could vote for Joe Biden if this, the CEFC company was connected to Chinese intelligence, the Chinese Communist Party and their military. They were about to unload millions of dollars on the Biden family. What the hell were they buying? Ladies and gentlemen, they were buying you. Buying me, Dan. That's offensive. No, no, no. They weren't buying you directly. You're not a sellout. The Biden family is. What kind of governing structure do we have in the United States? We have a democracy. No, we don't. We don't have a democracy. This isn't a democracy. This is a constitutional republic, a representative democracy. 
where representatives are voted in by majorities, in some cases, pluralities. And those representatives supposedly represent the will of the people who got them voted in office. We are not a direct democracy. You don't vote on every tax hike. You vote for people to do it for you. What's my point? What were the Chinese buying? They were buying you through those people. You elected in Delaware, Joe Biden, to the U.S. Senate. You elected Joe Biden as the second most powerful executive in the country for eight years and he was vice president of the United States. You could, if you make the wrong decision, elect Joe, president, Joe Biden the most powerful person in the entire planet in the history of humankind on Tuesday by making him the president. And the Chinese were buying him. And through him, we're buying you. Because in a representative democracy, in a republic where those people supposedly represent your interests and the Chinese are buying influence with them and blackmail files against them, those people are no longer representing you, ladies and gentlemen. They are representing China, our nuclear-powered enemy. You don't believe me? Have I ever shown up without evidence? Ever? Hat tip climate audit, Stephen McIntyre on social media, who's absolutely terrific. He went through the Southern District of New York, the Department of Justice's Southern District of New York, a charging document. Charging document for what, Joe? Well, it's a complaint, a federal complaint, where they levy criminal charges against a very specific uh, person and his entity there. This guy, Patrick Ho and CEFC. Oh, who's that? Oh, Patrick Ho. You mean a client of Hunter Biden? And CEFC, who Hunter Biden was negotiating this deal with, the Chinese company, that company was charged by the Department of Justice. Oh, you're not hearing it. You, you, didn't hear, you didn't hear that in the media anywhere? You want to see charge 43 of the charging document about what Patrick Ho, Hunter Biden client, and CEFC, their company, what they were doing, this Chinese communist connected company elsewhere and other places overseas? Let's see what they were doing in Uganda, of all places. Put that up, charge number 43 in the document. This is really fascinating. That Patrick Ho offers foreign officials benefits, Joe, in exchange for business opportunities by proposing to, quote, partner with the families of the Ugandan foreign minister and the president of Uganda in acquiring a bank. Wow, isn't that fascinating? Our own Department of Justice has figured out when it came to Uganda that the same Chinese communist connected company doing business with Hunter Biden was buying off family members in Uganda. Gosh, for benefits? Joe, what do they mean? Health benefits? Huh. Access to the social club? Access to the to, to, to the sauna in the back of the local gym? No. They mean they were buying influence in the government. You know, the government that's supposed to be representing people in a representative democracy like we have here. And you know what's really weird? I'm not comparing Uganda's governing structure to ours. I'm simply suggesting that the same company buying off Ugandans was trying to buy off Hunter Biden. And the amounts involved were about eight to 10 times larger than the amounts they were using to buy off the Ugandans. And they were charged in a government complaint for doing. Ugandans just came cheaper than Hunter Biden. You know, you're going you're gonna to vote for, the, for this tomorrow? But Trump's tweets... Ugh. Trump's tweets could bother you enough to vote for a family who sold you out. The Ugandans came a lot cheaper. Hunter Biden was really expensive. They sold you out. 
to a Chinese enterprise that had criminal complaint drawn up against them for an influence operation in countries, multiple countries overseas. And you're going to vote for that. It's a very definition of insanity. It can't get worse. Oh, 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 it does. Don't you worry. It gets worse. Here's an email from Hunter Biden's business partner, Devin Archer. This is just fascinating. He lays out a bunch of things like, hey, man, what am I going to do about my Porsche? All that other stuff. It's an actual email, by the way. You can see it right here. At the end, he says something interesting. Hey, I have dinner with Max Baucus. Spells his name wrong. And some friends in New York City Thursday night. I should get back uh, for as he flew in for a, for a whatever thing from, from China here. He says, we're scheduling with the ambassadors meeting with Max Baucus. Max Baucus, you mean the ambassador to China? Hunter Biden's business partner is scheduling a dinner with the ambassador to China? I mean, what was that about? I, I thought nobody knew anything. Joe Biden didn't know anything. The Obama government didn't know anything. That's just weird. Let me get to one more fascinating thing. Hat tip to the greatest source in the history of humankind. Our friend, the 279er. He picked up something awfully strange. I, uh, I miss, but again, having a network of good sources and smart people out there always helps. You know, the FBI's got a subpoena for Hunter Biden's computer after multiple delays. On December 9th, they found a bunch of stuff on Hunter Biden's computer. Pictures of Hunter Biden in bizarre, inappropriate situations, let's say. Drug use, all kinds of other things. Photos of things you probably would have to burn your eyeballs out after seeing. You know what's fascinating? A month after the FBI got this and probably found all this stuff on Hunter Biden's computer, just one month, Adam Schiff put out this fascinating press release. Really weird how this happened. Here's Adam Schiff. Just a month after the FBI gets the uh, gets the laptop, Congressman Adam Schiff, Representative Schiff's statement on Facebook, uh, Facebook's <laughs> that was a Freudian slip, but a good one, on Facebook's <laughs> deep fake policy. Adam Schiff seems really concerned, Joe. You see where I'm going with this? Hmm. With all of a sudden, he's concerned with deepfake. You know what deepfakes are? They're pictures and videos where you can manipulate the face to make it look like me or anyone. And they're almost mm -hmm. undetectable. Right. You'd be like, oh my gosh, there's a video of Joe Armacost robbing a bank. It's not Joe. It's just Joe's face superimposed. These, these the way they call them deepfakes, are so good right now. They're so good that it's even hard for AI programs to detect that it's not really Joe. Mm -hmm. It was some other guy robbing a bank. They wanted to frame Joe. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's really weird that Adam Schiff, just a month after he probably gets wind about the FBI having all these photos of Hunter Biden in weird and compromising positions, that Adam Schiff is like, hey, Facebook, you know, you better be careful if those pictures come out because they could be, de they could be deep fakes. Oh, oh, are they deep fakes? Let's do it again. Well, here's Hunter Biden. Here's a receipt. Hunter Biden's computer turned over by Hunter Biden, signed by Hunter Biden, where he turned over his actual computer. You see where I'm going with this, Joe? Yeah. It seems like they were already preparing yeah. a narrative like, hey, those Hunter Biden photos and emails and all that stuff, they could be deep fakes, Facebook, so you better not put those out there. 
Weird how that timing was, right? Yeah, weird. January, month after the FBI gets a computer and Schiff probably gets wind of it. Hey, we better put something out about deep fakes. Why? Because when these Hunter Biden clips go out and these videos go out, could damage Joe Biden's presidency. And don't worry, we'll just tell the media they're deep fakes and nobody will ever know. Good pickup, 279er. Always good like that. All right, I've got one last sponsor and I'm going to make one more closing argument to you about your wallet. That was closing argument part one, that these are really, really bad people. You may choose to elect president on Tuesday, which would be a huge mistake. Folks, our final sponsor is a great company, our friends at We The People Holster. Listen, if COVID wasn't warning enough, the last few months have reminded us all why there's a Second Amendment. The left wants to defund the police. They've said it on camera. Joe Biden wins. There may not be anyone to help you in an emergency. It's why you need to be properly trained and carry your firearm safely with a We The People holster. I have a few of them. I showed you my We The People, the Constitution one. This is my plain black one, which I like as well. Blends right in. Look at that. You see that? See right through it. That is fit precisely to your specific firearm. We The People holsters start at just $39. They are custom designed to fit your firearm perfectly. Look at that. That's not a generic one-size-fits-all crap holster. That is precision fit to your specific firearm. You put it in, you get a click. You know what's in there. Made in the USA. They have thousands of options to choose from. Plus an amazing selection of printed holsters. You've already seen my We The People one. This is my other one. Their proprietary clip design on the back allows you to easily adjust the cant and the ride of the holster so it fits comfortably inside the waistband. Now's the time to support American companies. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan and get yours. Every holster, get a load of this, ships free and comes with a lifetime guarantee. You get an additional $10 off with the offer code Dan. Satisfaction's guaranteed. If it's not a perfect fit, send it back for a total refund. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Use offer code Dan today. Pick up one of these beauties today. You won't regret it. The best holsters out there. All right. Let's wrap this up with my closing arguments because we're running out of time. Folks, there's a wallet argument to be made here too, not just a principled one. We gave you the ideology. I gave you the why you should vote against Joe Biden. Here's where you should vote for Donald Trump. The great Andy Puzner has a piece up, uh, Puzner, which will be up in my uh, show notes today. I put it out on social media yesterday as well. It's fantastic. It's at Fox Business. Folks, you've been lied to by people in the mainstream media and the endlessly lying Joe Biden campaign, which continues to tell you that the Trump economic agenda, deregulation, getting rid of red tape, economic freedom, prosperity and tax cuts didn't work for you. You've been lied to. You've been told it so often that it's ingrained in people's heads that even when you show them the numbers, like we did on Friday's show, that the Trump tax cuts were for the middle class, not for the rich. They don't believe it because they've been inculcated with bull stuff from the media telling mothers, those are tax cuts for the rich. Do you have any data to back that up? Of course you don't, because you're a liar. Here's the data on this Fox business piece. I'm going to go through it in reverse because it matters. Save this piece. You'll need it for tomorrow. The truth about Trump's tax cuts by the numbers, not by Biden. Andy Puzzer. He's using nonpartisan tax foundation data about the 2017 tax cut. This is not a partisan entity, the tax foundation. This is a, they strictly look at the data. Ladies and gentlemen, the economic engine that was exploding before the China virus hit us and the plague hit us was due to the Trump 
tax and combating red tape agenda. It's clear as day. And that agenda was for you, the working class. Candidly, folks, it wasn't for me. Thanks to the success of this program, we've had some terrific success and I'll be forever grateful. I grew up my entire life, though, a police officer and an agent, and so did my wife. An immigrant from Colombia, she came here with nothing. This was done on hard work and thanks to your goodwill. But let's look at the actual data about the tax cut, which Joe Biden has pledged repeatedly to get rid of. Repeatedly. Look it up. We played it on the show a thousand times. Number one, who was really better off after the tax cuts? From Puzder's piece. It's the best closing argument we could possibly make. He says, what about the middle class specifically? He says, while there's no accepted definition for the, quote, middle class, let's go by median family income, which in 2018 was $63,179. So fair enough, folks. You want to look at the middle class? Let's look at taxpayers making between 50 and 100,000. Pretty good definition of middle class, no? He goes on. In 2018, there were about 35 million taxpayers in that bracket. An increase of roughly 1 million over 2017, which means we're, folks, a growing middle class, right? Pretty simple numbers here. In total, these taxpayers in the middle class owed 31 billion less in 2018 after the tax cut than in 2017. You hear that? 31 billion less. I can't be, Joe. Keep this up. I keep I can't be. I, I thought this was a tax cut for the for the rich. Yeah, me too. So how is it that the middle class owed 31 billion less? He says, in other words, the middle class got nearly half of the $64 billion decline in taxes owed under the Trump tax cuts. Folks, this is just data. It doesn't lie. What does Ben Shapiro say? Facts don't care about your feelings. They're irrelevant. Facts are facts. He goes on one more paragraph. As for the share of the tax burden, it also declined. While the middle class accounted for 22% of total income, roughly the same as in 2017, their share of income taxes was 13%, a percentage point less than in 2017. Folks, this middle class tax cut was for you. The 35 million working class busting your butt Americans who leave your work boats at the door every day, like my brother does. Because the work site he's on as an electrician, he don't want to trounce in a lot of that stuff into his house. You know, a lot of wealthy liberal Democrats, you don't know anything about that. You never left work boots at the door. The conservative folks out there, we get it. Pulled us up by our own bootstraps. Remember AOC? You can't even do that. Pull yourself up by the... Remember that? AOC yeah. screwed that one up too. Couldn't figure out what that meant. So, folks, let's figure out, well, who paid more then? Because if the closing Biden argument is that Trump screwed you over with economic growth and the tax cuts, we just thoroughly debunk that in the middle class. It's not true. It's not true. No amount of your lying on the left is going to make the data become data. Data is data. No one cares about your opinion on the data. It's real. You, the middle class, you, the working folks, got a tax cut. You are wealthier. Your wallet got fatter. Your take-home pay was larger. And the, one more thing. And the left is so dumb, they're putting out videos that one of them went viral on social media. Joe, this one is beyond stupid. 
They're saying tax refund checks are smaller. No kidding, Sherlock, because you got more money in your paycheck. Right. You can't figure that out. The reason your refund check is smaller is because you got more money every week or biweekly in your paycheck. Are This is your closing argument? Are you this stupid? So who paid more? I thought Trump, these were tax cuts for the rich, Joe, on the backs of the middle class. Actually, that argument is totally backwards. It's our final argument here. But when you look at the Trump tax cuts impact on the top 1% of taxpayers, this is from Andy Puzder. In 2018, 1.6 million taxpayers, about one three hundredth of the country, ladies and gentlemen, reported earning $500,000 or more. While the amount all taxpayers owed the IRS in 2018 declined by $64 billion, as we said before, the amount these high earners owed, wait, 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 Joe, get ready for it, increased by $16 billion? Oh. Armacost. That can't be. I, no, that can't be. That can't be Joe, right. but I know it. I, hold, hold your shock and surprise, no. Joe. We've been told by Joe Biden in the media that tax cuts for the rich. Right. That's bizarre because high earners owed that what they owed in, 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 increased by $16 billion? I, 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 this is puzzling. Of course it's not puzzling. We're not idiots on this show. The share of their tax burden by the wealthy also increased. What? They accounted. <laughs> Joe, but hold that- your shock and awe. Please, I'm sorry, get the dude. nitroglycerin pill tabs <laughs> ready. Because I know this is a sh- The stress in your system may be too much. The wealthy accounted for 20%, uh, 22% of total income in 2018 a 0.5 percentage point increase over 2017, but their share of total income taxes rose to 40%, a 2.3 percentage point increase. Uh, I, I, you're giving a pass for that. His shock and awe is overwhelming. Over, you had him on camera. He's holding his heart right now. Elizabeth, I'm coming for you, style. I'm just, we're, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we're just giving you facts and data. Your feelings about it at this point with a day to go to the election, quite honestly, are irrelevant. If you're voting on your feelings and you like to be lied to, yes, Joe Biden's your guy. If you're voting on your financial future, your economic prosperity, your own wallet and your take-home pay, and you're in the middle class, then Donald Trump is your guy. One last thing. Now we're going over today, but it's too important of a show. Folks, there are a lot of races on the ballot tomorrow, down ballot. So if you're under some illusion that I live in California or Illinois or New York, and I don't need to vote because Trump's going to lose the popular vote anyway, um, you don't know that. You don't know that's going to happen, number one. And number two, there are races in your state on the ballot that if you don't show up, we will lose critical House races. We will lose if you fail to show up. A few quick ones. Burgess Owens in Utah, terrific candidate in Utah, could take back a seat. I'll have all this list, by the way, will be up at the show notes today. 33 competitive House races to track Tuesday as Democrats battle to hold the House majority by John Solomon's uh, Just the News site. Here's just a few of them, people I've met personally. Republican Burgess Owens, Utah, great candidate. Republican Sean Parnell in Pennsylvania, terrific candidate. Stephanie Bice in Oklahoma, great candidate. Another replace. These are all Republicans. Nick Fritas, Virginia, Liberty lover, right there. 
Nancy Mace, South Carolina, first female graduate, one of our military institutions. Nancy Mace, South Carolina, could take back a seat. Nicole Malliotakis in New York could take back a seat from Max Rose. He's pretending to be a Republican to try to win. He's fooling you. Claudia Tenney could take back a seat in New York. Karen Handel in Georgia and elsewhere. Get out and vote, folks. You'll regret it the rest of your life if you don't. We have 48 hours to win this thing. Let's run through the tape. Let's make America great again. Again. I will see you all on Election Day proudly tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.